trust you, keep taking the test and keep being confident and keep approaching each new answer and each new question with a bit of confidence and, uh, and you'll be fine. I was, yeah, that's my advice. And, I, I would yeah. say your experience is not unlike other people's experiences that they have emailed to me and that I've read on things like the CompTIA subreddit because they have said, I go through this exam and I was not expecting it to be quite as layered with these questions because these questions are not asking you, uh, for instance, the questions we got today were very focused on the, they were single layer questions. I don't tend to go multiple layers too often in the questions I do in the study group, but you will find on the exam, it's a paragraph of content and they're pulling some topics from uh, domain six, some topics from domain three and some topics from domain one. And they're kind of squishing them all together and telling you, what do you do? And you have to now make some type of educated decision on how that works. And it throws a lot of people off when they start going through those things. I think that you're right. Keeping your head level set, kind of getting the right answer in, getting all of them done, managing your time, coming back and and seeing if you're able to at least make an educated guess about what it might be could be the difference between passing and failing, quite simply. Yeah, it's actually there's a lot of test-taking skill that comes into play just as how well you know the test objectives, which is really interesting. <laughs> it's a real big test. So if you're if you're good with not getting bogged down in any in any type of mental trap, like you're you're gonna you know you know you're depressed because you think you're gonna fail, don't let that happen to you. You could still pass. And I, in my case, I did. And I just wanted to say one more thing because I know you have other callers. Um, your I purchased your. Uh, you offer practice three practice practice exams on your website. Right. I went ahead and I I purchased those, and by by far those were those were the best resource I had because where they where that really shines is and if nobody has if people listening haven't gotten that yet I highly recommend it because the best part about that is at the end of each exam when you go through uh, the the answers and why certain uh, selections were not the answer you explain. Uh, that a lot. Each question has a detailed explanation of why something was right or something was wrong. And reading all of those explanations really helped me understand each test objective much better. And I think that probably was the best resource I had. So I highly recommend it. I just wanted to give a shout out to that. It's an awesome, awesome resource. And thank you. Congratulations on your certification, Mackenzie. Thanks for uh, your support of what we do here. I kind of did the easy part by writing the book. You're the one that had to go through it and read all of that. So well done, and it sounds like it worked out perfectly. Thank you. Thanks for calling. That's fantastic. What a great example. The There's a couple of things to layer on to that. I think the practice exams that I wrote that specifically have this uh, I call it a feedback loop because I tell you what the right answer is for the question and I explain why that why the answer was right. But I go through every single wrong answer and I individually explain why every single wrong answer was wrong. And as I'm writing these, I remember writing them and thinking, knowing why this answer was wrong is probably going to get other answers right for them on the exam. So I really spent a lot of time writing why something was wrong. In some cases, the answer why something was wrong is in some cases longer a description than why the actual answer was right. So I think, as I mentioned before, it's the type of 
practice exam I wish I had when I was going through Security Plus. I want to know not only why I got that right, I want to know why the others were wrong. And I'm glad that worked out for you as well, Mackenzie. Thanks for that feedback. Let's go back to the phones to the 509 area code, the X509. Hello, caller. Thanks for calling. Which name are you calling from? Yeah, this is Freddie from Pasco, Washington. Hey, Freddie. Thanks for calling. What can we do for you? Yeah, I'm new to the IT stuff, so I was just I was wanting to get into networking. Great. And um, some people told me to start with the CCNA. Some people said to start with the CompTIA Network Plus. I was just trying to see which which path to start. I, I, to get my foot into, and then I heard also in February they're changing the testing for the CCNA to get your CCMP or something like that. Yeah, things are changing quite a bit. So let's attack that first, what tends to be a very common question. It's even been asked already in the chat room, and we just haven't addressed it yet, which is you've got these two options for what many people consider to be entry-level networking certifications. You've got Network Plus, which is the CompTIA certification, and you've got CCNA, which is a very comprehensive, relatively difficult set of two exams currently that you have to pass, or one very, very difficult single exam that you have to pass to earn your CCNA. Uh, Many people 